Welcome to Transformation in 10, bringing you expert insights for navigating the transformations impacting application delivery. This podcast is presented by Tricentis and brought to life by our special guests across the quality, DevOps, cloud, and business worlds. Hello there, listeners. It's your host, Emma. And today I am joined by two managing directors, and they're from two of our Tricentis partner companies. So today we have Roland Strahlhofer at Sixcentix and Armin Chirazi at Automators. Now, this is going to be fun because the two of you actually know one another, both being based in Vienna and actually also in the same, <laughs> the same office building. So uh, hello, both. Uh, how's it going? Hello. Fine. Thank you. Hi. Hi. Yeah. Awesome. So yeah, that was Roland Chip chimed in first there, followed by Amin. So we'll make it pretty clear, you know, who is talking uh, throughout as well. But yeah, let's kick off. So in this episode, we are spotlighting two of our Vienna-based partners, as I mentioned, and they collaborate with us to help businesses world over automate their software delivery with excellence. Now, Sixcentix is a leading provider of software testing services, visual analytics, and reporting for DevOps, whilst Automators is a leading consultancy in automated continuous testing, and that's of critical systems and processes. And of course, there are many overlaps in the kind of solutions that you offer, such as maturity assessments, SAP testing, and also in the industries you serve, like banking and insurance, to name just two. So I'll start by asking um, and catch your breath. What are the biggest innovations in testing that you've seen so far this year in 2022 for your clients? So Roland, if you'd like to kick off. Thank you. I would say I call it always the exoskeleton of an QA engineer or a tester. I like to call them QA engineers because I think it's a lot more than just testing. And the exoskeleton, because, you know, when you're looking at uh, testing and QA, it's getting bigger and the complexity of the IP, IT projects are getting more and more complex and, and hard to solve. And therefore, testing is getting more and more problematic and, and you need to do a lot of more, more. And as a tester, you get to do quite a lot of things. And with an exoskeleton, when you want to lift something, it's easier to lift it. And therefore, exoskeletons are the right thing also here to really uh, go into the whole thing and make it really easy. And there are a lot of things out there, mainly AI-based stuff. Uh, Like, for example, from Tricentis, you have uh, Life Compare. This is uh, going in that direction. We also have a product in more in the development area, which is called iTest. And I think both products are doing um, quite the same in, in principle. They really try to make the life of a tester, of a quality engineer easier. And it is uh, kind of the thing when you probably look at a car. If you change something uh, on a car, for example, a headlight, you don't need to test the exhaust system when you change a headlight. You probably test something like aerodynamics or the electrics, but you don't test the exhaust. You sometimes test the whole car, of course, but most of the time you only test the part that is really interesting. And we do the same thing for SAP with uh, Life Compare and for iTest, for example, for Java implementations. And the next point is uh, really that at the end of the day, you have a lot of issues with false positives. And that's because you test too much and you test, uh, you don't know really what to test and if the systems are there. So first of all, what we did before, we already see we're only testing the stuff that we uh, want to, to really know that uh, where we know that this is changing something. 
And the second point is we check if all the systems are there, if, if we have all things set, we have kind of, we call it the DNA of a test case. So we have a lot of variables we're checking on a test case. And with that, we know if the test case is, it makes even sense to be automated. Because, you know, if a test case uh, that's only like risk-based testing, but a little bit uh, more advanced. So that's mainly what we are seeing here in that area. Brilliant. Yeah. I like that point about, you know, you've got this whole system, whether it's a car, a complex IT landscape uh, and various pl uh, applications, you want to test what's critical. And also, you know, with the rise of more data lends itself to more AI, you know, how can we use that data intelligently to inform better, more innovation uh, out there to get yeah, exactly and to help liberate our testers to free their time to work on other business critical areas. Thank you. That's an excellent uh, little uh, roundup there. Amin, what about you? What springs to mind? I think um, talking about this year, what I've seen really this year is it's more like a mindset innovation. So I think a lot of enterprises and companies are more aware that data pipelines and also AI or machine learning applications, that they need to be tested the same way as other software applications need to be tested. And yeah, I think that's the most interesting thing for me because you see enterprises forming central teams, testing teams to serve different teams in the, in the organization with their data projects and try to bring in a testing strategy or a methodology which really helps them to treat these projects as professional projects as they did actually also with, with the other software applications. Sure. And when you say mindsets, that's interesting. I did just look it up. And this, this phrase, emotion AI, like emotion-powered AI solutions, that's something that's obviously, it's just getting, we're getting more and more intelligent here. Um, with interpreting the data and, and, and incorporating that into the, the pipeline. So yeah, cool that you're seeing actually both, both of you are recognizing that. Um, I spoke with a, a gentleman at Dell recently who's incorporating AI ops with his teams and, you know, with things like chatbots, um, automating your services in, in that, res in that respect. So you've got those kind of customer facing, uh, services. Then you have the AI tools that look at, um, you know, which things to test. So it's really kind of across various touch points uh, that, that we're seeing that. Maybe just to just to to make it uh, more precise, also what what I mean is, I mean there is of course a lot of AI getting into the testing, right? You try to recognize stuff better with AI, but even within these enterprises, you have a lot of um, machine learning applications for whatever project or for whatever reason you you need to have it, and that needs to be tested as well. I think that that's the crucial the point here. Yes, got you. So yeah, it touches on all the applications, not just your those that, that, that test specifically. Now, I'd like to zoom in a little bit. If you could both share like a specific example, maybe where you've seen AI testing or an AI-driven application need to be tested or uh, something that's come up with a client that has met or even maybe surpassed their goals within fairly recent months. So Armin, do you want to kick us off? Sure. I mean, machine learning uh, within testing, I, I, I see more and more in also what uh, Roland mentioned in trying to figure out what tests are relevant and what should be automated first. I think where the biggest transformation happens right now in testing is actually that 
automated testing is, is not really new, right? You have automated testing since, since many years, and you have even legacy technology within test automation, which needs to be updated to newer technologies of test automation. And, and I think this, this is a really uh, crucial point here because even with uh, Tricentis, uh, as you might be aware, that, that Tricentis classic modules, their legacy engines, will soon not be supported anymore. And customers who automated a lot of test cases, and we had one customer with thousands of test cases, they need to think how to modernize their, their test automation uh, stack. And um, we were looking into this and we, we together we estimated like around 500 days just to modernize their technology stack for test automation to make everything run <laughs> again in the new stack. And um, here we, we found some innovative approach to, to actually automize that uh, migration. So we, together with the client, we built a Tosca module migrator, which actually helps them to do that in around 20 to 50 days wow. compared to 500 days on, on what was estimated. I mean, the first thought we had, okay, let's, let's do that somewhere in, with a mass of people where maybe labor costs are cheaper, like invest 500,000 days somewhere cheaper. I mean, that's the first thing that crosses your mind, right? Yeah, sure. But then thinking about that, actually, that's something probably you want to look into for automation. And yeah, here we definitely, together with the client, we, we were really both uh, surprised of the, of the result. And the nice thing about it is that you actually can reuse for, for everyone else. I mean, I think many clients go through this migration from classic to T-Box modules. And we, we, we're actually also partnering now with Tricentis to, to do that um, with many different uh, clients. Awesome. Yeah, no, that's staggering results to go in there from 500 to like sub 50 or whatever in order to automate that. And especially when we're working with so many legacy systems uh, as well, you know, like uh, there's a um, company I I have been working with quite closely and they're still 90% legacy, but they're kind of forging the way that 10% of the applications are working agile and making sure that, that you've got that whole DevOps landscape that you're not just ex- simply excluding that those legacy software. You have to kind of bring them along the journey with you to get that whole kind of complex uh, software delivery service. It's great to talk industry trends with Roland and Armin. Sixcentix is one of our longest running and most skilled partners in Tricentis Tosca, and automators are very well accustomed to bringing high value in a short time to Tosca customers. So they're both really at the edge of innovation. Stay tuned for more insights from Roland and Armin in part two of our chat. <laughs>